Greetings, blessings, and welcome to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast, where it is our mission to bring you topics, testimonies, and conversations that will fuel your journey through the seasons of life. I am your podcast host, Sabrina Sally, a.k.a. D. Life Mentor Coach. I am a woman of faith, a mother, a Christian author, faith-based life coach, and wellness advocate. My ultimate vision for this podcast is to support others in gracefully moving through life and only accepting God's best plan for their lives. Discover more about me, the podcast, products that I offer, and stay abreast of events at www.dlifementor.com. That's www.dlifementor.com. Feel free to join us for the live recording on the first and the third Thursday of each month. We'd love to take your questions, dialogue, and have you be a part of the Fuel for Your Journey community. In the event, however, that you miss us live, you can catch us on your favorite podcasting platform at any time. You can also find us on YouTube and Facebook by searching Fuel for Your Journey or on Instagram at F-U-E-L-U-R-J-R-N-Y. If you are interested in being a sponsor, a guest, advertising an upcoming event, or even partnering with your product that will benefit our audience, please contact me at I-N-F-O at DLifeMentor.com. That's info at DLifeMentor.com. I look forward to hearing from you. And now, welcome to tonight's broadcast of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Um, as it has already been said, my name is D. Sally, a.k.a. D. Life Mentor Coach, and I am the podcast host. Welcome, welcome to those who are joining us for the first time, and welcome back to those who join us regularly. Today is Thursday, January the 24th, 2019, and I am so, 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 so excited to bring you another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Tonight, we will be engaging in a conversation surrounding the topic of blended families, blended families. In this day and age, 90% of us can truly relate to what a blended family is. Just in case you don't know what it is, it is a family where at least one parent has children that are not genetically related to the other spouse. Either parent may have children from a previous relationship. I was checking out an article on parents.com by um, a lady by the name of Holly Robinson, and what she mentioned or shared was that according to parents.com, about 75% of 
of the 1.2 million Americans who divorce each year, eventually remarrying. Most of them have children. And another thing that was shared that um, got my attention was that it typically takes between two and five years for a step family to establish itself. I'm excited about tonight because no long, not only will we be talking about this topic, we have a special guest that will be joining us. Her name is Tanisha O, and she is the founder of Blending Our Loves, Inc., along with her family. I'm going to share some information about Tanisha O, and um, once I go through her bio and share a little um, snippet, I noticed on her book that I I'm so glad I got it in time for the show. Haven't been able to dig into it yet, but just by the introduction, I am excited to have this book in my hands and looking forward to reading it. Tanisha O, she is the author of The Empowered Stepmother. And one of the things that I noticed about her book is she has a subtitle. It says, Grow, Glow, and Thrive Harmoniously in your blended family. And I think that word harmoniously is key in what stood out for me because, you know, we all may have a situation where we either know someone or we have experienced it ourselves where that type of relationship didn't necessarily work out to be harmonious. So I'm excited. I'm excited. So she is not only the author of The Empowered Stepmother, in her book, she invites stepmothers on a transformational journey of self-empowerment to regain their voices and discover their identity in a blended family dynamic. The family vlog, which is called Tea with Tanisha O, it shows a candid look inside the love and connection shared between her and her stepson, Ike journaling their family's victories and strategies to co-parent successfully with Ike's biological mother. She is an avid reader whose most creative thoughts occur while in couch potato mode. As a wife and mother of three children, two of whom are adults, Tanisha's most cherished moments are family time together at home or on vacation, a hot pepper eating contest, making up a new funny song or movie night, spending quality time with her deliciously handsome husband. All right now, deliciously handsome. I'm going to have to put that in my back pocket to use at another time. Is far is by far her favorite extracurricular activity. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tanisha O, welcome to the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. <laughs> I am cracking up. Oh, I love that part. The delicious. My husband was like, "Are you serious?" I said, "Yes." <laughs> It'll never Tell him how old. you feel. I know. He's like, you're out of control. It's like, I know. That's what makes me me. <laughs> hey, right. D, thank you so much for having me, Coach D. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. So I so, want to um, get right to it. Tell us. Tell us about, I want 
because that introduction to the book, I'm so glad, like I said, I received it in time for the call. You know, um, that's as far as I got, but that alone makes me want to continue to flip through the pages and read your book. You know, um, oh, this you. Let, the, the letter from your stepson's biological mother. You know, mm-hmm. um, just from reading through it, you know, I, I was noticing some of the things that she noted in this letter, and, and, and I think those w- would ring true in a lot of individuals' uh, minds who may have already gone through this or even those who haven't walked through this yet but may be wondering, if I marry someone who has children, will this happen to me? Some of the questions she asked were, what if she tries to replace you? Will mm-hmm. she turn your son against you? What if he loves her more than me? Mm-hmm. It's a big fear. Tell us, absolutely right. Tell us, tell us about how you got to this point to write this empowering book, Empowered Stepmother. So, uh, for the audience, if you don't have a copy of the book, what Coach D is talking about is Danielle actually wrote the foreword to my book. And she wrote the forward in the form of a letter to all of the biological and stepmothers of the world to kind of share her thoughts and emotions as we went through this journey together. And so those are real fears. You know, I have biological children also. I didn't fear being replaced, but I know that it is a real thing, you know, worrying about our place and, and how things will come about. And so as we went through our journey, we had all of the, the drama that most people unfortunately have. and um, Things just weren't working out, and I knew that something had to be done differently. I just didn't know what. And so I just set out on a journey of my own to discover myself in the midst of all of this, you know, why was I feeling the way I felt? You know, she had fear of being um, ignored or forgotten, and I had fears of not being appreciated for the child that Mm -hmm. I was raising. You know, this was, in our case, my husband has, full legal custody of Ike. So he actually lived in the home with us, and I'm on the PTA and going to all of the events. He's on my medical insurance, and and I'm supposed to love him because he's my baby in in the home. But at the same time, society was telling me, no, 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 you can't love him that much. And because Danielle was uncomfortable, I was supposed to be limited on the way I treated him. But that didn't sit well with me because if I treated him – differently than I treated the older two kids, then he feels bad, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I grew up in a blended family. So uh, I had a, a couple, like my, my mom was married twice, so I had two stepdads, and I grew up not knowing my own father. And so with that, I knew firsthand what it felt like to be the child excluded in a home, mm-hmm. and I never wanted my biological children or my stepson, I don't use that word often, but, you know, my stepson to feel that way. So it was really important the way I showed up for him in his life. So I set out on a journey to figure things out for myself for what, regarding what would work for me. How can we make this work for me? And so in that, I ended up with Empowered Stepmother. So uh, Danielle and I ultimately became friends, but how that became was we were forced into a relationship the turmoil between her and my husband was so thick that they stopped communicating because all the cussing and fussing, I was like, okay, I can't have another woman disrespecting my husband, so we have to figure out a way to make this work. And so my husband and I decided, you know what, 
We've already tried it this way. We see that it's not working with the two of you communicating. What if you stepped out of the equation and the two women communicated? Because women tend to communicate differently regardless. And even Hmm. though there was this, I don't know, this underlying tension between the two of us, we still always had respect for one another. That's one thing that her and I talk about. We never spoke of it, but there was this unwritten respect. I respected her, you know, as his mother, and she respected me as the wife, even though it was never demonstrated. And so it was tough in the beginning, but that is the reason why we are here today, because her and I were forced into this relationship, and I refused to quit. Even though awesome. she didn't, and that's the one thing you, you'll hear her soon. She'll be on the show um, on Tea with Tanisha Oh, but she was like, "Oh my gosh, you were relentless!" Like she was so mean, and I was like, "Okay, no problem," you know. And and I'm not even that type of girl, but I just refused to allow what she was saying bother me, you know, because I knew it wasn't about me, you know, Coach D. Most of what people say and do, none of it has anything to do with us. It has to do right. with their own personal concerns or issues or fears Mm -hmm. or insecurities. It's not us. It just comes out on us. And so I stopped focusing on all the negativity, and I decided that I was just going to pull myself together to find the joy in her with with her smile, if it was me just appreciating the fact that she was a woman, if I was just appreciating the fact that she was a mother, she loved her child, I had to find every beautiful thing in her in order for me to appreciate her the way I needed to. But the only way I was able to do that was for me to find the beauty in myself. And I could not parent or co-parent successfully from a place of fear or insecurity or any of those things that don't bring us the harmony that we needed. And once I made those shifts, life began to truly change for us. And then the book that is was awesome. born. And you know what? You you went you segue without me telling you we were about to segue into what was the turning point. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank uh, you. Because so I that was your wondering question? what was it? Yeah. No, because was I was wondering, you know, like in in all of the turmoil and the situations, and like you said, the fussing, you know, and the disagreements and things like that that was going on. I, you know, I wondered what was the turning point you know, that cause you to do this, may I say, grown woman mm. <laughs> responses that you started to do, you know, like, um, do you feel like you've already explained the, the turning point or do you want to add to that? No. Oh, no. So the turning point for, um, interestingly enough, I just, Danielle and I were chatting recently and I was asking her what the turning point was for her and she she told me, and I'll share, and mine was a different place. So actually, we reached this place at different times. It wasn't even in the wow. same month. So uh, I had a football Super Bowl game or something of that nature, and we were all there. And she just came up to me, and I said, hi, you know, how are you? And she just hugged me, and she cried. And we were in wow. front of a lot of people. And I, and I hugged her back, and I was kind of taken back because in the moment I'm celebrating the kids just won, and I'm all excited. And I said, well, well you know, what's going on? What's, what's on your mind? And she said, I just can't thank you enough. She said, I don't know why I can't get myself together. I don't know why I can't be a better mom. I don't know why, but I just want to thank you for being there for my baby. And that what a struck, yeah, it struck a chord in me because 
she had never said thank you. And I used to always say, can you say thank you? You know, she would send the text messages, give me this, get one. I don't take orders very well, but if you'd like to ask me for something, I'm glad to oblige you, you know? And so she just finally said thank you. And for me, that did something to me like, wow, she actually appreciates it. You know, even though I wasn't doing it for her, I was just glad that in that moment she was grateful. Then um, for her, she said it was when I invited her on a vacation. So for the audience listening, I her and I had this long conversation, and I decided to invite her on a vacation without telling my husband. Oh, no. boy, that's different. <laughs> yeah, that was, as bad as it sounds to everyone listening, that was about how it was when I was like, oh, honey, by the way, I went ahead and invited Danielle on the trip. You did what? Yeah, it's going to be fine. He was like, absolutely not. I was like, no, 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 it's going to be fine. And he was like, I'm not going anywhere with you. I said, yeah, you have to come. No. And I said, you have to come. You have a couple months to, to change your mind. But I was just hoping that he was going to come. And he did come, and it turned out to be amazing and great. But for her, that was the turning point for her. Okay. Okay. That is awesome. Wow. Um Let's see what other questions I have for you. So, um, yeah, so I was saying what was the turning point from chaos to cohesiveness. So so that definitely is something that will cause things to turn. Um, I wanted to find out, like, what is your mission? I know we met. I, I'm thankful for how we met. I always share how I meet people on these podcasts. And we actually met at the, at a, um, what is that place called, Sakara? Yep, the course. Having thing. lunch with our sons. Yeah, <laughs> having dinner. It was your it birthday. Was it was your birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Were, so we was it your birthday? It was someone's birthday. It was your best friend's birthday. It was somebody's birthday. It, it that was you were celebrating. My best friend and I both birthday that day. Yeah. And my son and I, and all all three of us were out for dinner, and we actually sat at the same table. I just love how God orchestrates things. You know. How would I have known that you were a life coach as well, and <laughs> and, and you you were you know you had this awesome you know um I'm not I'm thinking ministry but you had this awesome mission out there blending our love and you were already doing great things so it's just awesome how you know we navigate to people and we have no clue what's going on at the moment it's but look so at us, look, look at it now exactly so, it's so true. Right. So let's talk a bit. You know, um, the title of the book is called Empowered Stepmother, and mm-hmm. you have a, a clear black line drawn through the word step. Let's yes. talk about, you know, um, you know, we know the world's way is to say that in these type of blended family situations, the um, parents are step parents. But Correct. give us your take on, on that word step as it relates to this? Sure. So I don't knock however people run their home and whatever decisions that they make in their families. If it's working for you, then I think it's mm-hmm. great. I know some people use the word bonus mom, and, and some people have Umi or Mimi. You know, they have other nicknames that they've given for the stepmother if they don't want to use the word stepmother. But for us, my husband and I made a really conscious decision when we were first married that we were just going to lose the titles of if it's a stepmom, that's your child, that's your child, not my child. We were going to lose all of that and just create love and develop a beautiful family unit amongst the five of us. 
And I found for us, with us doing that, it created such harmony in our home because the children mm-hmm. were one. It was never, ever, that's your child. That's my child. No, your dad won't do that. No, no, no. We are one. We're a family, and that's something that I constantly repeat. And so they're a family. The three of them have the most beautiful sibling relationship. They crack me up, you know, seeing all of them hang out because Ike is much younger than the two adult kids. Shanti is 23, Damien is 22, and Ike is 11. But when, when Ike first came into our life, he was one and a half. So he's been around for a very long time. Aww. And so it brought a harmony. And it's the one thing that, that Ike will always say, by him always being a part of the family and never being treated differently, it's the reason mm-hmm. why we are so connected and so loved. And so one of the examples I give in the book is, let's think about something, Coach D. When someone has been married two or three times, when they introduce their wife, they don't say this is my third wife, and no, this is That's my third wife, Jenny. And no man or no woman says this is my second husband, James. Mm-hmm. So true. Why not? I mean, why not? Why don't you say that? Because it's rude, and it's going mm-hmm. to make the husband feel some. I mean, it's going to sting. You know what I mean? Like, dang, I know that I'm the second husband or the third wife or whatever it is, but. Do we have to have spread to that out that to that everyone out. else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the rest of that night, it's very possible because the reaction that you're going to get when you say that, ooh, you know? And so more than likely that spouse is kind of uncomfortable for the rest of the night. They may joke it off and laugh it off, but some part of them is very likely going to feel uncomfortable. So if we are introducing children all the time as, that's my stepchild, and it's interesting how society has felt as though they are allowed to judge or speak on something so sacred as our family to make statements like, oh, that's your stepchild? That doesn't really count. When are you going to have your own kids? That's Mm. so rude because what if you're speaking to a woman who has tried for so long to have a baby and her baby hasn't come yet or her baby may not come, and what if her prayers were to have a blended mm-hmm. family and just be able to be blessed. You know what I mean? And make her second yes, marriage or to whatever. Nurture and, a child. and she wants to nurture a child and now she's blessed with that child. And how dare us come in and make the decision to judge or speak on her family unit. That's not okay. And it's not okay when it comes to men either. You know, if he wants to be a father and hasn't been or whatever the case is, the point is, is that our family units are so sacred. And I refuse to allow society to dictate how I was allowed to love a baby that I call my own. I didn't give birth to him, but he's my baby, you know. And mm-hmm. and thank God Danielle and I are at a place in our life that she will tell anybody the one thing, if we don't have anything else in common, and we do, that we do have in common is our love for Ike. And nobody mm-hmm. can ever take that away from us. That's something that you can't take. You know, there's nothing, she knows there's nothing that she can do to make me not love him. And I know that there's nothing that I could, I would ever want to do to take him away from her. She is a vital, key, important person. She's his first love. She's his mother. You know, I am never here to replace her or anything else. I'm just an extra layer of love and support and caring for this precious gift who was placed in my life. And I think that when we come out of the competition place of Mm -hmm. who's right, who's wrong, 
then we're able to just be genuine in love, it makes life so much easier. Because she knows, Danielle knows, she's not competing with me. We're, we're not competing. Mm-hmm. There, there's no I think this, We're just doing the same yeah. thing. I think this is fabulous because, you know, I, I think this, I thank you for writing this book. I really um, think that it will go far and uh, pray you. that it will reach everyone that it needs to reach because this is really, really extremely important, you know, the, that the harmony exists. You know, we mm-hmm. know that we need it in the world, number one. You know, we can go and do the drama and the trauma in the world as it is, outdoors, outside of the home as it is, at work, what have you. The last thing that we need is to have those battles going on within the home when Mm -hmm. all we really should be focusing on is love and building up the family. And that leads me into the name of your your mission, which is Blending Our Love, Inc. Yeah. how did you come to um, the conclusion to to call it what you did? I mean, it fits. It definitely fits. And I, I, I like how, you know, um, I like it. But tell us how you came about uh, creating Blending Our Love, Inc. Ah, thank you so much. So the name came about because we're two families, myself and two babies that I brought in. They're not babies, but they are to me. They'll always be my babies. And then my husband had his baby boy, and together we're blending our love. And we're still, it's a continuous thing. That's why it's blending mm-hmm. and not blended because we're, we're still blending. We're constantly, you know, reinf- exactly. It's, it's, it's always going to be a process. And so mm-hmm. that's where the, the name came about. And I, when I left my corporate job, just uh, a few months ago, it was time to go because my calling and my mission for what my heart was calling me to do was greater than my fear of failure. And when you get to that place in life, it's time to to do something different, to move and to act and respond. And that's exactly what happened. And it kind of, and I'm not even going to say kind of, it definitely fell literally into my lap. I, when I, when 2018 began, January 1st, I did not have anything in my mind that said, oh, you know what, I'm going to start a company this year. You know, people have those goals. I don't. I did not know in January of 2018 that I would no longer be with the company that I was with. But as that year transitioned and so many things unfolded in my life as I continued to grow and discover, and I was intentional about the growth and what I was asking God to do in my life, and Mm -hmm. he gives it. And when he gives yes, it, he you want to be ready to respond, you know, and to answer. Right, and be so careful what you ask things, for. <laughs> exactly, because they come, and when they come, are you ready? And it right. came, like, it, it literally, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a blog. That's what I thought I was going to do. A blog turned into a corporation, a company, and a full-time, a, a book. It turned into all of these other beautiful mm-hmm. things, and, and that's where we are. So I can't say I stumbled upon it, but I it was in it. the making. Yeah. Exactly. It was always in the yeah. making, and I didn't know that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. you know, where, what's your, your vision? What's your mission? Where, where do you see yourself, you know, um, taking this next? You know, what, what do you want the reader um, to receive from the empowered stepmother? Absolutely. You know what? That's a great question. My hope and my desire is for us to change 
what people think when they hear the word stepmother. You know, even before the Disney story of the Cinderella story and the wicked stepmothers, stepmothers just have a bad reputation. Before you even meet us, just as soon as you say stepmother, it's interesting. I I saw like a little five-year-old kid and somebody said stepmother and the face was like, ooh. And I'm like, dude, do you have a stepmother? No. Then how do you know that you're supposed to make a frown face? You know, your face is frowning and (laughs) you don't even know what a stepmother is. But you know that you've heard that word and somebody has definitely frowned in front of you because you're frowning. Yes. And Mm -hmm. it's a regular thing. And so I think that so many times because it's just, viewed as a negative placement in a family and a negative thing, we automatically assume the role and we go into it waiting for the failure to happen. Mm, We pretend as though we're hopeful that it's going to work, but in all honesty, we're waiting for the failure because the reality is most of the families that are blended, uh, a high percent of them end in divorce. You know, you've already divorced, but then even higher because they don't work. They don't work because in most cases we have given our power away and we quit before we start and we're just like, forget it. I'm just going to suffer in silence and I won't say how I really feel or express my feelings. And then we fail and we wonder why we fail. And so my greatest hope and my greatest desire is for us to be empowered to know that we get to have voices, we get to be individuals, and we get to help build our families back. Just because there was a divorce and something happened and and that relationship is broken, it doesn't mean that the next one and the next one and the next one have to keep falling apart because we're stepmothers. And so that's my hope. Like, what is my vision? My vision is when there are talk shows, TV shows, radio shows, and somebody is there to speak, they're like, oh, we're contacting the Empowered Stepmother to come in. My hope and my vision is huge conferences where women come in and I get to hear just millions of testimonials of stepmothers talking about how their lives changed and how their families' lives changed and how the children were able to grow and just that unity, that will help us all bring so much more peace in the world as a yeah. whole if we start in our family unit bringing our harmony and peace and understanding. We wonder why there's bullying. Look at how much bullying is in the home. The stepmother oh is being goodness. bullied. Maybe the biological mother is being bullied or the stepfather. We as parents are bullying the adults in our lives and we're showing our children this and then we wonder why they grow up mm-hmm. and bully others. We are setting that example maybe without even knowing it or maybe knowing it. So as we shift and grow and are empowered to be independent and bold and brave, so are our children. Yes, yes, I agree. And it's a great vision, and, and I can see that happening. And, you know, I see this as a solution on so many different fronts, some of which you've mm-hmm. already mentioned. One of the things that I was thinking about it is that it will be another solution to attack the divorce rate that is in the world, mm-hmm. you know, Um, It will be a solution that will help to impact the communication, like you mentioned, between amongst the family. Right. And, and, you know, everything starts at home, like you said. You know, it will better prepare the children to go out and and live more harmoniously in the world with others and be Mm -hmm. able to, you know, step back. And I, having seen that example from you to – respond even when, you know, you were being prompted to do something different. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. in itself is something that is extremely big, and I I can see that really um, 
impacting him and it I'm sure it has already impacted him, but I can just see him getting older and that being one thing that he remembers so mm-hmm. that when that bully or, you know, that person that, uh, you know, may be intending to harm him, whether it be, you know, in action or through words, that he'll know that I don't have to become ugly with that person because they're being ugly with me. Because like you mentioned before, they're, they're responding from something else within them, something that's happened right. to them, and it's not necessarily a reflection that makes them a bad person. Right, exactly. And don't get me wrong, I have already had my fair share of how not to do things. You know, I right. had Lesson. the older two children when they were, I was a teenager when I had um, Shanti and Damien, and so I mm-hmm. had plenty of all the wrong ways of doing things, just watching myself. And so when I began to see how things were playing out and happening, I said, oh, no, no, we can't do this again, not again. I have to do something different. I already did it that way. And now that the children are adults, I can see where my behavior and my bad habits that I, that I was forcing them to endure trickle down onto them. You know, when we see things in our children, it's interesting how we, when they, when we're celebrating them, we're like, yeah, they got that. Right. (laughs) But when they do the wrong thing, you want to say, oh, that's their mama. Oh, that's their daddy. And yeah, I didn't do that. You know? Yeah. You know, and you're like, okay, but what about the children who didn't even grow up around that parent Mm. all the time? They got all those habits from the person who was not there. Yeah. That happened because they weren't there. The thing is, is, at what point do we take responsibility for right. so true. what we did? You know, and my daughter came to me recently and she said, because she has the book. She's so sweet. She bought the book and everything. I love her. And so <laughs> all of them, she's like, Mommy, I got my book. And so I was like, what do you think of the book? And she said, Mom, I was stuck on the intro for days. Yes. She said, I yes. spent one hour on the same mm. sentence. Mm-mm. And I said, really? And I knew the sentence. But I just wanted to hear her tell me what it was, and I can't remember the exact quote, but it was basically saying, I wish I knew, you know what, now that I've said it, I know everybody's going to be like, we want to hear the quote, we don't want to hear a paraphrase. Look, and I'm in the book flipping through the pages. Exactly, here it is. So what I said was, I wish someone warned me my decision to use reckless words in the midst of my anger to express my feelings in front of my children would cause them pain beyond my ability to restore. Mm. And that, she said, Mom, I just had to sit there for a minute. So for her to have that resonate within her, especially because she's in my home, you know, we all know that social media, we can pretend to be whoever we want to be on camera. Mm -hmm. But for her to be in a home with me and for that to sit so strongly with her, Mm -hmm. she's seen the change and the shift in me. And so even though I didn't make all the best decisions, I made the best decisions according to where I was at that time in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm grateful that they get to experience the growth in me as adults. So at least I can begin to talk to them. And when I see certain things, I'm like, oh, I know that personality trait. I know I gave Mm -hmm. that to you. May I suggest and offer a different way of possibly viewing that that might give you a different um, result that may serve you a little bit better. So 
it's a, it's a, it's been beautiful. So I, I didn't always get it right. And I'm still constantly learning and constantly growing. And although we have made great progress, we're still a work in progress. You know, we're still growing together as a family. Awesome. Well, this is awesome. And, um, I'm going to give you some time to tell our listening audience, those who may be on the line or those who will listen to the replay, where they can find Tanisha O, and also, more importantly, where can they purchase the Empowered Stepmother? Absolutely. So I am on Amazon. The book is Empowered Stepmothers. Stepmother, excuse me, singular. Empowered Stepmother, Grow, Glow, and Thrive Harmoniously in Your Blended Family. Amazon and Kindle at the time, and you can order it on my website, blendingourlove.com. If you want a signed copy of it, you can order it online. I have a mastermind group that begins February 5th if you'd like to be with other women and learn and grow with other people. And also, I'm a coach for stepmothers um, specifically, and all social media at blendingourlove.com. You'll be able to find me. And come check us out. Oh, and the most important thing, well, to me, I'm kind of excited right now. We are gifting five books, five free books to people. So if you send me an, a DM or a direct message on Instagram or Facebook, we are reviewing all the stories. Share your journey of being a stepmother or the journey of a friend, and we are selecting five winners to send them a book, a free book. So if you want to enter, you got to win. And that's going to be on Saturday. That drawing will be this Saturday. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, you, you have heard it, everyone. Free books. Free books. <laughs> yes. I'm glad I got mine. Look, <laughs> I'm glad I got I love to sow into other people's, you know, um, you. visions and ministries. So, you know, and I know at the age I am, about to turn 50, wanting to be married again, I know I need this book. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so I yes. had, <laughs> I had to have it in my arsenal. Right. So what we're going to do is, um, if there are any callers, if there are any callers on the line, and you have a question for Tanisha O, or you had an aha moment while she was sharing, please press press star six on your phone and um, join us, and you can ask your questions or make your comments. Again, just press the star symbol and the number six on your phone, and you will be entered into the podcast line. So if there are not any questions or comments, I want to first say thank you, everyone, for tuning in on tonight and joining us for the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. Thank you for our guest, Tanisha O. We have reached the end of another empowering episode of the Fuel for Your Journey podcast. I want to thank our faithful listeners, our committed supporters. Until we meet again, remember, just as a vehicle can never get very far without stopping by the gas or filling station, neither can we. Our Father in heaven desires that we seek him with our whole heart and be filled daily through his word and a personal relationship with him. His presence 
is the greatest fueling station of them all. Thank you, Father, for filling us up as only you can. Thank you for tuning in, and have a wonderful and a blessed evening. Come on, just begin to make your declaration to God If you provide the fire, I'll provide the sacrifice. And if you'll pour out the Spirit, I will open up the sky. Fill me up, God. That's our prayer tonight. Fill me Bye.